Well, this is Michael Allen Cooper, and you've tuned in to the House of Amazing Grace. It's not by chance, it's by design. Amazing so grace. bear with me, and let's see what we can explore. That saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. I heard you sing a song the other day. You said. Give peace a chance You seem to think There's some other way To change the heart and soul of man And I heard you speaking on the radio You said it'll be okay Just let it roll I read your quotes in the news each day I tell you, man, there's no other way Than Jesus' blood Jesus' blood The blood of Jesus Shed for you. It was Jesus's blood. Jesus's blood. The blood of Jesus. Shed for you To understand is better than silver To know you, Lord, is better than gold And I know you've heard the story I hope your heart has not turned cold to Jesus's blood Jesus's blood the blood of Jesus was shed for you Jesus' blood Jesus' blood The blood of Jesus Was shed for you 
not give peace a chance It's not come holding my hand It's the blood of Jesus shed for you you for just a minute or two about uh, some ways that you can protect yourself and your loved ones if you're at that place uh, here's how you can do it it's uh, taken out of uh, Paul's writings Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 through about you can build up your strength in union with the Lord by means of his mighty power put on all the armor that God gives you so that you'll be able to stand up against the devil's tricks and their evil tricks for we don't fight against human beings but against wicked spiritual forces in heavenly world in the heavenly world the rulers authorities and cosmic powers of this dark age so put on God's armor and then when the evil day comes it will you'll be able to resist the enemy's attacks and after fighting to the end you'll still hold your ground so stand steady with truth as a belt tied around your waist, and righteousness as your breastplate. And for shoes, put on the readiness to announce the good news of peace. And at all times, carry faith as a shield. For with it you will be able to put out all the burning arrows shot by the evil one and accept salvation as your helmet and the word of God as the sword which the Spirit gives you. Do all this in prayer, asking for God's help. Pray on every occasion as the Spirit leads. For this reason, keep alert and never give up. Pray always for God's people. And it adds this, and I want to add it for you right now for myself. Pray also for me, that God will give me a message when I am ready to speak, so that I may speak boldly and make known the gospel's secret. And yeah, there's a secret, and it's withheld from the world in general. God allows those who will be with him forever to know the secret. Now, he, his will is for all to know it. But he knows man's heart. And he knows there's a certain time, a certain place, and a certain way for each one. You know, there's people that look at that whole 
secret called the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they they don't believe it. You know, it's like, ah, uh, yeah, that's too easy. You know, that just can't be. And they dismiss it as though it's, you know, nothing. And then there's those who <clears throat> hear it and it takes root in their heart and it grows and it produces fruit and it develops in them and brings about the fruit of the Spirit in a way that man can't explain. There's no way that you can explain all of it. But when you have the armor of God, you're not defending yourself really. You're defending God's spirit. He gives each one of us a spirit at birth and you know we're born but God gives the spirit. And so he allowed my spirit to be raised in a certain place at a certain time, in a certain way by certain people. And he did the same for you. You were raised in a certain time and place and way by certain people to allow you to develop. You may or may not have developed everything correctly. You may or may not have developed at all. You know, we have a society that I say and I think is uh, dumbed down. It started in the 60s and 70s and really got with it. Uh, I don't know if they even teach history, and if they do, I, I, I see that a lot of it isn't true. It's like uh, they don't care if you know the truth. In fact, the, the enemy would rather you didn't know the truth. He don't want you to have the knowledge of God. And he definitely don't want you to have the knowledge of the things that have happened in the world since the beginning. They come up with all kinds of theories and all kinds of uh, slants, you know, like, hey, what about this? This could be true. That could be true. And pretty soon, they're not saying, oh, it could be true. They're saying, now we know that this is true. No, we don't know that's true. It's been a lie for 50, 60 years and still a lie. But they propose it to our younger people and Pretty soon they've got them thinking that we're the ones telling them the lie. And we're trying to tell them the truth. We're trying to tell them about Jesus and his plan of salvation. You know, Jesus came in the name of God Almighty the Father and proclaimed the Father to us, the Spirit and the Word, and fulfilled that Word by giving himself on the cross as a sacrifice. So that allows us to build up our strength in union with the Lord. Just like verse 10 says, build up your strength in union with the Lord by means of his mighty power. You can't do it on your own. There's no way that you can do everything on your own and be okay. You just won't be okay because you'll be choosing your own ways and your own thoughts and your own abilities and you'll be listening to the world man turn the news off that 
they don't tell you the truth anyway. They just tell, edit it and tell you what they that what uh, they want you to hear and what you, they want you to think. They're only giving you part of it. They're not giving you the whole story. They want to make Israel look like they're a bunch of weirdos and, and awful people. How is it that the Palestinians can say that uh, Jews kill babies and eat them? <laughs> Where'd that come from? We know that's not true. We know it. But yet, that's what they say, you know. And of course, they want to drive them from the Jordan River clear into the ocean, you know. They want them to be gone. Just wipe them out. Well, they would, in a way, big way, they'd like to wipe all our Christians out too. And there's a whole uh, giant mass across the world, really, that would like to wipe out the Christians because, you know, they're just too holy. Them people, uh, you know, they they believe in that stuff and that they've committed their lives to something that we disagree with. Because you know what? We like to gamble. We really like drugs and we really like to have illicit sex. And we love to have our Sunday afternoon football and drink beer, you know, I'm just not going to, I've heard people say, you know, if they don't have beer in, in uh, heaven, then I don't want to go. <laughs> really? Really? Okay. All right. Well, that's your choice, your, your decision. But I think when you know all the facts and you start really weighing that out and you start really getting serious about thinking about what you believe, you're not going <clears> to <throat> have that as a criteria. Anyway, back to the armor. You know, the armor is something that once you put it on, you realize how protected you are in the Lord. And it's it's an, called armor for a reason. The, the problem, I think, uh, is that a lot of people and Christians, I mean, you know, nobody's putting the armor on unless they're believers, and they'll put on something that don't fit. You know, the breastplate's way, way too big or too small or, or it's not the right kind because the breastplate is supposed to be something for righteousness. At first, you got to choose his holy righteousness. And you got to want to put that on. If you don't really want to put that on, then your breastplate doesn't fit, does it? And it doesn't. Uh, keep the fiery darts out. And your shield, you hold up a shield. A lot of times when you're holding up your shield, it isn't in faith. It's it's uh, like more like, don't bother me. You know, I don't have time for you. I don't have time for this. Brother, if you don't have time to talk to a sinner about his soul, then what do you have time for? You know, there's arrows flying through the air, and you can't see them, but they are spiritual arrows, and they're flaming, and they are fast, and they are hot, and they're deadly. And it doesn't take very many of them until it kind of overwhelms you, and they're being shot out by the evil one all over the world. 
and not necessarily at a certain target, but because you know, really, if we're if we're in that grace and we're in that place where we're wearing all the proper armor of God and it all fits and it's okay because we've given ourselves wholly, totally. The devil can't touch us. The devil can't do nothing to us. He, he's like a, health, a helpless, toothless enemy. And he's no longer a, a, a wicked viper to us because he's more like a worm that can only eat dirt and can't come up out of the soil and do anything to us. He's just under our feet. <laughs> Literally walk on him, his ground. Uh, and he's down there in a foot or two, whatever, eating dirt. He can't do nothing to me. That doesn't mean he doesn't try to do things to my family and friends. He does. He tries. You know, but prayer is a mighty, mighty warrior in itself. And so, first off, you have to have the truth in your life. And you wear it like a belt, not like a shield. You don't wear your truth as a helmet to show off to everybody. You wear it like a belt. It girds you up. It gives you strength in the inner core because you believe the truth and you know the truth and the truth sets you free. Jesus himself said, I am the truth. He is the truth. He's the truth of the entire creation. And once you realize the mystery came to earth and was born in Bethlehem, just like the Bible says, and became the truth for man, you start to grab a hold of something a little bigger than what you've ever grabbed a hold of before. You can grab a hold of that. You can have that. It's like the greatest thing you've ever had a hold of. And don't let go. Don't let go. And if you do get shook off and, and you, you're not holding on anymore, go back. Get on your knees and grab a hold again. You will be accepted. The Lord cannot turn a deaf ear to a repentant sinner. So anyway, we talked a little bit about carrying your faith as a shield. And you'll be able to put out the fiery arrows shot by the evil one because they're flying everywhere. They could hit you. You know, sometimes they are aimed right at you. And by golly, if you don't have that shield of faith, you can get hit. And so sometimes I'll see an arrow coming at me. I can see him coming. And so I take the word of God, which is like a sword, and I just hack at it and when it even gets kind of close. And it's gone. The Spirit gives you a sword. Lately, in my dreams, when I was so sick, uh, the Lord presented me with a new sword. And this new sword is uh, an incredible weapon. Because I don't use it to beat people over the head and make them feel ashamed and, and, and give them some kind of a, a feeling of there's no hope. I want to tell you what, there is hope. We're alive on this world, it's spinning, the sun shines at day, and the moon shines at night, and God himself is still on the throne, 
and we can be victorious no matter what the start was, no matter how many times you failed. I'm the king of failure. I failed more than anybody has probably tried. And Paul said he was the chief sinner, but I think I probably was the chief sinner. Anyway, don't let that failure stop you from trying again. Ask the Lord to help you. He'll turn it around in a second, in a heartbeat. He can turn that all around. And you can walk away a new man, a new person, a new woman in Christ. And you can be clean. And you can be fresh and renewed. So stand ready with that truth. Take the whole of that truth and wrap it around your waist. You know, there's a lot of attacks. You can't even be ready for all of them because there's so many and so very. Only God knows all those. Satan only has so much power and so many kinds of attacks. And they're pretty well all in one big old category. But God has an infinite amount of categories. He knows how to turn that around. Now, I've had people tell me, well, if God knows everything from the beginning, then there's no use and no use in trying. You know, it's all predestinated. No. God says if we will seek his face and ask him, that he will reply and he'll turn it around. He'll save our family. He'll save us and our family. You don't have to just throw up your hands and say, oh, well, no use trying. I'm done for. That's a loser's uh, saying, you know. These cosmic powers of the dark age, uh, they're getting ready to do some amazing things on this world during the tribulation. And I think we're probably getting close to a tribulation world. And they're heavenly rulers. You know, they have like spiritual powers. And they... they uh, they're not human beings. They have things we don't understand. But God has all the answers to all that and has all the, uh, what do you call that when you have a, a reversal? You know, it's the antidote. Yeah. You've been bit by the bad snake, but God has antidote. You drink his living water and you breathe in his living life, living air, and you take in his living word which the Word was alive way before He created anything in the whole universe, and it's still alive today. It's the Word of God that has power, strength, a continual love and hope. You take that Word, and you build upon that. I talked a little bit about that, you know, in, in uh, the last program. You've got to have a good foundation. If you got a foundation that crumbled a long time ago, you better go in there and re-pour, redo it, get it bolstered up and get it fixed. Get your foundation right. Study the Word of God. Get those stem walls and, and foundation walls redone and corrected, straightened up and sealed on the outside so no, nothing can get through there. We used to tar them basements, you know. I'd, I'd be the one, you know, I was a young guy. And <laughs> I got stuck tarring basements on a weekend, you know, because I, I had to go to school during the week, so. That's another thing, you know, our generations uh, have pretty poor work habits, and that's something, you know, a guy needs to work, have some pride. You, you'll, you'll lose all your self-confidence and, 
and uh, you need to have something to do that's constructive, that's good, that's, uh, you know, something that's really helping. I see people that, man, I, you know, I ain't got time to work. <laughs> well, you know, I don't have, I never had time to not work. I, I, I liked working. I still like working. I'm getting older and it's hard for me to do the physical stuff, but it's like a, a Jesus said, my father's working today and I have to work too. Because we're in a battle. And this battle is uh, unseen, usually unthought of. Uh, even the church doesn't seem to really be in the battle. They're sort of riding on the little wagon behind the horse instead of sitting on the horse. Jesus showed me that horses were coming. Your pain and misery 
Horses coming. They're coming to take me away. I seen your horses coming to show me a brighter day. You know, the horses are coming over the hills, down through the valleys and over the hills, and they're riding this way with thousands and millions, and Jesus in the lead on the white horse. He's riding this way and he's telling everybody, get ready, get ready. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now, if anybody's hearing this, that they would tune in to you and say, Jesus, help me. Jesus, turn me around. Show me your hope. Show me your way, your word, your truth. Show me what shield I should have and what breastplate I should wear and what kind of helmet and the right fit. Show me how to wear my belt. Keep my pants up. Keep me from being embarrassed. Study and show yourself approved. I'm asking you, Lord, to help us to show ourselves approved in a way that we've never done before. The hour's late. The sky is starting to dim. Night comes when no man can work, so Jesus, I just ask that we stand up and we get ready and we fight with the armor of God. And I ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.